Well, look at that. Another week in the books. As it's Friday, we are knocking on the door of another weekend, which means, yeah, time for another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. I don't know about you, but I get a little stir-crazy this time of year. Um, it's February. There's snow on the ground, um, depending on where you are. Uh, most likely, if you're here in West Michigan, uh, there is snow on the ground. If we happen to be going through one of our occasional thaws by the time this posts, then I'm all for that. <laughs> but chances are you may be stuck in some form of the winter blahs. And so right now we're going to um, talk to you about the latest production from Master Arts Theater. But before we do that, and before our quarter of the day, Adam, did you see the Peanuts movie uh, that came out last fall? Um, in theaters. You know what? Shamefully, I have not, and I still want to so badly. Well, I was hoping to have a little bit of a discussion here, but since you <laughs> haven't seen it, uh, we will have to have you see it eventually, and maybe around a November time next year, we'll actually post a review of it. Maybe by then it will be on Netflix, and we'll both watch it again, and we'll do a review. Um, because even though it wasn't all Christmas, Christmas was featured in the film, and I just wanted to, wanted to use that as a segue because today we're going to talk about the newest show from Master Arts that's coming out next week, and that is You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. And the reason I brought up the film is because I thought that even though it was a new film, it retained a lot of the old-fashioned wholesome goodness from the old TV specials, um, the most famous of which is the Charlie Brown Christmas, of which we have featured a clip of on our podcast from a couple years back when we featured Linus telling the Christmas story. Uh, so I just wanted to mention that the Peanuts movie is definitely worth seeing if you haven't seen it. Again, we may on a future episode review it, but today we're here to talk about the Master Art show, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. And we have an interview, which I did yes, which, which I did um, before this recording, with Cole Groot, the director of this play. But before we get to that, let's hear Adam's quote of the day. Which, which comes from the play that we're talking about on the podcast today. Why can't you eat your meal quietly and calmly like any other normal dog from your good man, Charlie Brown? And that, of course, is the main character, Charlie Brown, talking about the antics of his dog, Snoopy, which is kind of interesting. I don't know if it's... That's one thing I never really understood. Um, I guess it's not completely in his imagination because... Snoopy does lick Lucy, which she hates. <laughs> but uh, but sometimes I wonder if if some of the stuff that Snoopy does is in Charlie Brown's imagination or if he really feels like he's getting shown up by his dog. But um, I think Charlie Brown has a lot of issues with his self-esteem, and Snoopy is just the opposite. And so Snoopy sometimes overshadows Charlie, and that's the context for that statement. So I just I really like that statement. Don't know if it's particularly brought out exactly that way in the play, but I just thought it would be a good intro to today's discussion. And so now we are going to take a listen to an interview that I did with Cole Groot um, prior to this recording. And so enjoy. All right. Well, we are here today with Cole Groot by phone um, to talk about the latest... Um, the latest uh, offering from Master Arts Theater, their winter uh, 2016 show, which is You're a Good Man, 
Charlie Brown, and I'm looking forward to this discussion. Uh, thank you for taking time to talk with us, Cole. Well, thank you for having me, Andrew. Um, well, um, let's just start out um, by um, giving us give us a little uh, bit about uh, your good man, Charlie Brown. What are some of the highlights of the show? So, your good man, Charlie Brown, as most people can guess, is uh, based off of the Charlton Schultz comic strip, Peanuts. It has a lot of his writing in it. It also has some adaptations of his writing that have been made into songs. So a lot of the highlights that I like to think of are the song. Uh, there's lots of choreography as well. And just an overall conglomeration of fun that uh, is brought through his writing into the musical era. Or area. <laughs> Um, and, and speaking of it being a musical, can you uh, talk a little bit about uh, the music part and maybe some of the challenges of this as a musical? Well, whoever wrote this, <laughs> they did a good job. They definitely put some difficult harms in here and there. But uh, we've got some great actors who have been able to tackle that quite easily. Um, but it definitely is... There are only seven people in the cast, so we have a very small amount of voices that are coming up. So each one of us has to get everything and be right on it at all times. So that has been a challenge, but we've been able to work through it. All right. And as we as we uh, talk about these shows, um, I always try to include a little bit of what podcasters would refer to as evergreen content, which means something that will uh, resonate even after this show has been put on. So just um, as a matter of general reflection, what would you say is your favorite part about being a director in, in the theater world? Well, I love seeing my actors grow through each of the characters that they play. Um, and, and that's the reason I've gotten into theaters. Just it allows you to step outside of yourself and to learn from a character or from another person's perspective what life is. And through that, you gain a deeper respect and love of life because you can see beyond your own eyes, beyond your own feet, and what life is all about. All right. Well, you mentioned that you have a uh, seven-person cast for this show. Could you tell us a little bit about your cast and, and what makes them so exciting to work with? Our Charlie Brown is Charlie Brown in real life. <laughs> Maybe not quite exactly, but he is perfect for the part. Um, we've also got Snoopy here as well, who is absolutely crazy. Uh, Lucy, Sally, Linus, Schroeder, the whole gang is there. We've got a Woodstock as well. Uh, all of our... Actors are former homeschoolers. Uh, our Woodstock is still in school, actually, but they all have been homeschooled, which is an interesting fact from this point of view. <laughs> well, and you and you have worked for many years with homeschool performing arts, um, yes. so they probably knew you from there. Yes, correct. A lot of them do. So that's that's kind of neat how some of those connections work, and it's it's neat that. They're broadening their horizons to the master arts stage uh, because yeah, for sure. when you do when you do um, HPA, I know 
when it first started out, you'd do like one weekend of shows. Now a lot of them do two weekends of shows. But Master Arts is four weekends. Correct. Four weekends, February 18 through March 12. So that's a a little bit more of a commitment. So that that's an interesting challenge as well. (laughs) So, um, all right. So we covered the run of the show, which opens February 18th and ends March 12th. Um, and how do we get tickets? You can go to Master Arts website at masterarts.org and click on the upcoming shows or click on the tickets tab. Or you can call Master Arts website at the office at 616-455-1001. And I would throw in here at this point, too, that um, Master Arts is a intimate venue uh, where a sellout is about 100 tickets. And so you want to make sure that you get on the ball and get your tickets right away. Um, if you haven't already done so because you don't want um, to miss the opportunity um, to come see the show. And I know um, the uh, the big screen version of Peanuts opened in November um, of last year and it had a lot of positive response and I thought uh, maintained a lot of the original uh, charm of the show. And so I think, yep. um, uh, from what I understand, this production will do the same. And so I'd encourage anyone to come out and see this show. Um, which leads into our final question of today, which is simply, um, if you had um, 30 to 45 seconds to tell people why they should come see this show um, or maybe something in particular that you would consider a favorite part of the show. Could you just uh, give us a little bit of that insight? Yes, sir. One thing that I have always loved about Charles and Schultz and Peanut is that he explores questions that we all have about life, adult questions, through the eyes of children. And there is just such a treasure in looking at life through those eyes. That's what Jesus tells us to come to him as children. And the beauty of the innocence and the frankness of each character is what I have always loved about Charlie Brown. And I would encourage everyone to come watch it just for that fact alone, just that you can really delve into what life is all about through Charles and Schultz. So would love to have everybody come. All right, well, thank you very much for taking the time to spend with us today. Um, Again, folks, if you want to have a uh, a family-friendly, fun way to shake off some of these winter blahs that um, I'm sure a lot of us go through, um, and especially as we get into the latter part of February, um, true cabin fever starts to set in for some of us, and so I'd encourage you to to, uh, consider this as one... uh, one antidote to that and to get your tickets and to join us. Thank you very much, Cole, for Thank taking you, the time today. And uh, we look forward to seeing you're a good man, Charlie Brown. Well, we look forward to seeing you here as well. God bless you. And there you have it, my interview uh, with Cole Groot, the director of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown at Master Arts Theater, coming up next week uh, as of the posting of this podcast. So make sure that you get your tickets soon. Uh, Adam, do you have any thoughts on what we just heard from Cole? 
I would definitely encourage you listening to go check out the play because I actually was in a play senior year of high school that Cole directed. Well, at the time, it was Mr. Cole. You couldn't call him anything else until you graduated. But he uh, was a director there, and he did a great job. Not only was he a fun guy just to work for and, and to hang out with, but also he put his all into it, and you could tell when he was – helping us with blocking in our lines and so i know he put us all into this play and that means it's going to be absolutely awesome so definitely call up master arts get your tickets and check out this play it sounds like it's going to be an absolute blast i am looking forward to being there i hope to see many of you out and uh we will uh look forward uh to profiling the next show that comes out from master arts as well and i can give you a little teaser here uh because i just um, firmed up an interview with the new executive director of Master Arts, um, uh, Timothy Van Bruggen, who recently relocated here from Florida. And so he will be uh, in studio with us very soon to record an interview, and we will get his testimony, his journey to Master Arts. And for those of you who may be wondering, Pris McDonald is staying on. She will continue to be the artistic director, but Tim has come to help move um, Master Arts into the future. And I have already heard parts of his story, um, and he seems like a really neat guy, so I'm excited uh, for him to sit down with Adam and I in the coming weeks. So keep an eye out for that. And um, I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast and that you'll go out and uh, get your tickets for this show and show up at Master Arts and enjoy this time. Master Arts is a -a one-of-a-kind situation, and I promise you, once you go to a Master Arts play, You'll want to go to more. I think that's all I have for you this week. But until next week, this is Andrew Gomison saying, keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 